Welcome back to Kiss Me Fatboy episode 15. I am Giovanni, fucking highly stressed host, and that is Ray over there. Ray, what's good? <laughs> why are you stressed? Well, honey, go ahead and give the intro and I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, as usual, I'm going to give the disclaimer. You as a listener are deciding if this is a conversation or a confrontation regarding the topics we address on episode 15. Oh, my God. Six more episodes left, and dude, we're gonna be on we're gonna be on break because that's gonna be the wrap of season one. And guys, we're gonna take yeah. a month break. I we're gonna stay on till uh, October because we do want to do like a Halloween special. But yeah, November we're gonna take a little bit of a break and come back with new content, uh, elevate, uh, glow up, and we're gonna show up. Um, but yeah, why are you stressed? What's going on? <laughs> so Sir, you cannot be that fucking stressed you work oh, from home you just came no. back from a motherfucking trip <laughs> what's going on because i can tell whatever you say i'm about to match it but go ahead <laughs> no so okay so little does the audience know that when i came back from uh from canada when we were driving uh from dallas back to memphis i was in a car accident right nothing super mm. major whatever i mean you know the other girl's car got fucked up whatever but my only damage that I had was on the on the right side passenger uh, front area that, you know, really stressed me out when all that happened. Right. It was bad weather, whatever. You know, I didn't. Yeah. Fault, I didn't fault the girl. You know, she hydroplaned into my lane. And that's what really happened. I'm just so glad that it didn't get to a place where it could have been a lot worse for us. Her shit, yeah. unfortunately, was just ping pong ping fucked up, you know. So, yeah. I get the police report today. Actually, I had to pay had to go to the uh, the texas.gov website or whatever to get a copy of it, it was like eight dollars and 44 cents precisely just to let there's a know. surcharge for every fucking thing <laughs> for everything it's ridiculous but that's texas for you yeah no so what happened was like you know right now my insurance is disputing with her insurance right because i don't want to admit fault whatever whatever so it's like you know hey when i gave my police report i was really nice you know little white girls crying you know she was giving those white girl tears i mean she really wasn't a really horrible accident you know but it's yeah. you know just some you can't plan for an accident, right? N nor should anybody ever plan for an accident. But, uh, you know, I really try to be, you know, accommodating. Zach was trying to be accommodating. Hey, you know, it's okay, girl. You know, so we've got insurance, gonna take care of it, blah, 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 right? You know, I was just trying to be really nice about the situation, even though I was just like, fuck, my car looks like this. This is, you know, what I'm saying, like, I, you know, how I am about my, my car and like just yeah. all that stuff. You're a stickler about everything being perfect, especially yeah. when it comes to your car. Oh, absolutely. So and that bussy. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stop saying bussy, oh, mussy. Oh. <laughs> Just say booty how, booty how. That's um, not booty how. <laughs> you know, but anyway, so I get the copy of the motherfucking police report, my guy, and I look at the fucking report at the bottom where it says there and gives you like the 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 statement in which they felt like how it went or whatever. Oh, oh God. The statement that they put on there is not even my statement. It's the it's the it's the girl's statement. Basically, and then basically trying to make me seem like I'm the one at fault with the insurance on this police on this police report, and I'm like, mm -hmm. are you kidding me? So I had to call like I had to call my insurance company to let them know. They're like, you need to contact the officer to basically get a revisal. So they're just like, here's the officer's name and here's his badge number and here's where you can contact him. I was like, oh, thank you for all that information. So I called them um, and let them know like, hey, you know what? Like this isn't my statement. This is this is her statement. You know, like and because we left because my car wasn't you know that much damaged. Um, yeah, and you know we went about our happy merry way or whatever because it was a very stressful day to begin with. I mean, my flight cancellation, this car accident, the explosion, highway blow up that we told you about. Um, yeah, you know, like it was just very stressful, very uneasy day. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to put this past me, right? Whatever. 
So got yeah. my, you know, got my date scheduled for my car to go get dropped off, looked at, yada, yada, yada. But now we got this motherfucking police report that basically puts me at fault. And it's not even the reason. It's not even like, it's not even legitimate. Like, this is a, like basically that's her statement about how everything happened in regards to how I'm the one who caused the accident. No, baby girl, I didn't cause the accident because if I did, my shit would have been way worse. One, two, we probably all would have died, you know? Um, and that's just like the very stressful thing about it. It's like, oh, now I have to get this officer to call me back. I have to have a, him agree on revising this, 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 uh, uh, you know, this, this police report. It's not a guarantee that he's going to do it. And I'm like, fuck man. Like I've never been in an accident like this. And yeah. you know, like I'm not trying to have this shit put pinned on me when it wasn't me, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's why I'm a little bit stressed. Were there any witnesses? No, because we were on a highway. The only person that was a witness was Zach. But the thing about it though, Zach wasn't paying attention to the road. So Zach just kind of kept you know, Okay, that ain't your business. He sir, pick a side, pick a side. You're gonna pick my side. <sighs> that's what I told I him. I don't know you if know? that will hold up, but you know, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's biased in it because he was in the same vehicle, but it's still two people against one. So, but you know what, guys, this is just take this opportunity. And when an accident happens with you and you call the police, check your statement and make sure that your statement is, in fact, your statement, because I would never have thought to do that. That's crazy. Like, yeah. that's really crazy. Yeah, because they gave me a they that's gave scary, me, actually. Yeah, they gave me a copy of the incident report, <clears throat> which, you know, didn't give me any of his information. Luckily, because of how the, the the police report was submitted, they're able to get that information, you know, the people from the insurance company. So, yeah. like, like, even my insurance company is just like, you know, we can tell by based how the accident took place and stuff that it was her fault. But the police report is like the make, not necessarily make or break, it just helps my case. But now this hurts my case because it's like the police, like, it, it, you know what's crazy is come to find out apparently this guy's a rookie. Like, he's, he's new to the forest. Mm. And, and, you know, there was a lot of accidents <clears throat> that day and I'm just like, God bless it, you know? So. Yeah, no, I get it. But still, like, I mean, depending on the impact and like, the damage like you could also tell like depending where the impact is and where his where hers is at like mm. they'll be able to determine like no ma'am even though this says this it's like yeah like yeah no so well yeah. i still think that you'll be fine um don't let don't get in over your head and overthink you know what i mean because mm -hmm. the jury's still out about it <laughs> well you know it's also this I, I don't know like i was talking to my mom and i told her you know like there's just something about today i'm still so lost that it's tuesday i'm for some reason reason registering as monday and i'm like monday this monday that monday this i'm like ah, it's tuesday 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 so like you know the good thing about breaks or like little holidays and stuff is that it fucks up your schedule and i think that what happened was it fucked my like my mental a little bit more is because we didn't do shit yesterday and we didn't do shit on sunday so like if i would kept busy like gone to the gym yesterday like kind of kept part of my routine then I wouldn't have kind of like put myself in this predicament to confuse the days. And so it's just like, it's all kind of just feel, you know? Yeah. It's all just kind of a uh, smushing together. It's just all, yeah. yeah. It's all, days are just kind of stuck together. Yeah. That happens. Um, yeah. So if there's go, anybody who wants to make go me, back to the gym, I was going to say, if anybody wants to make me feel better, send me a thousand dollars. Oh, we're Bentley. Um, <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Same here. We're going to drop our Venmos and PayPals and everything. What's up? Right. Support this booty hole. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> um, okay. So we talked about how you're, what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. um, so I did tell the listeners that I would update everybody once me and Florida took the next step or if we decided not to. Mm -hmm. So 
<laughs> Gio, you already know about this. So, mm-hmm. so guys, yeah, our fatties. Um, we decided just to be friends. Um, there's a lot of things that came up um, that just was caused this schedule conflict for him to not come down to Houston. We were connecting. We were still good, but it was more on a friend basis. Um, you know, it's just, it's what it is. I'm completely fine with it. Like I have no hard feelings. I do not feel any kind of way, you know? Yeah. But I also want to speak to that because, you know, before the other day I did let him know, you know, cause I didn't want to blindside him, you know, when I recorded this podcast that, um, you know, I just wanted to stand tall on my integrity and tell him, you know, a big part of why we probably never took the next step and probably never really got physical. I just being honest here, right. Um, was because my heart is still not vacant. Um, I'm not going to speak on who it's not vacant to. I mean, who it's still, there's an occupancy just slightly, like I would say about half and not in the sense of I'm pursuing somebody or there's somebody else, excuse me. That's not the case. I'm very much single, not pursuing anyone, not talking to anyone. You know, it's just, I haven't really gotten over the situation that happened because, um, yeah, I'm still working through it. And I didn't realize it until, you know, I was in therapy that I shouldn't be pursuing something when my heart's not fully, not only healed, but fully vacant. And, uh, yeah, that's just the truth of it. So there you have it. Um, I'm big single. (laughs) (laughs) But so, yeah. But you know what, though, is funny is a friend and I were talking about like, um, because like right now he's going through like his ethical slut phase, right? You know, and I told him I was like, what is the ethical <laughs> slut phase? No, it's like basically you know like ethical, right? Like you have morals and stuff, and you're you're basically oh okay, yeah, yeah. So you know, like basically being an ethical slut is like there's there's rhyme or reason for you doing what you're doing as long as you're not hurting nobody, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, like for me, a lot of when I was out there being promiscuous and stuff, I always told people where they stood at with me, you know, like I never blindsided yeah. them, I never lied to them, I never tried to manipulate them into situations like, hey, you know, this is what it is, this is what it ain't. You know, for some reason, we decided to change along the lines. That's where we have to communicate, yada, 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 right? Because again, at the end yeah. of the day, when you're single and you're being promiscuous, you don't owe anybody an explanation. If you choose to give them an no, explanation. No, definitely. Yeah. Like, I just want to put that out there. I'm glad you're bringing that up because, guys, there was no strings attached. There was uh-huh. no promises. There was no guarantees. <clears throat> there was no labels. There was no exclusivity. There was zero zip nada. And so, there was, and there was make an, that very and, clear. And there wasn't an NDA. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. So, no one. If somebody got hurt, it's because, not that I'm saying or implying or alluding that anybody got hurt, but if anyone might have or could have, it would be on their own accord and nothing that he did or I did. So yeah, and as long as as long as there's communication, that's the thing about again this. Yeah, you always hear about like when it comes to sex, when it comes to relationship, when it comes to friendship, whatever. There's always communication has to be involved. So we were talking and stuff like that, and he was like, "Hey," he was like, "You know." Look, what came after your ethical slut phase? And I said, to be honest with you, let me give you a little origin story about my shit, you know? Like, you know, little little synopsis about me is that, like, I wasn't a good-looking kid in the sense of how I am now back when I was in high school. It's chubby. Oh, like, so you ch- think you're good-looking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Mr. Smug. Mr. Conceited. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. There's nothing wrong with confidence. Uh, but no, like, you know, just... I just didn't handle my health the way that I thought I should. Or, you know, of course, your metabolism is very important when you're a teenager. And my shit was shot because I was a kid in the 90s that took Adderall. Um, 
before Adderall, actually, it was uh, uh, Ritalin. That's the shit that was, you know, really high up on the on that market of selling to kids with ADHD. So that shit fucked up my metabolism for seven whole years. So when I was 12 and got off of it, like, I blew up. It was just, I didn't have metabolism to sit there and really process how I was supposed to process food, right? Not only that, but I was also eating junk food and shit. So anyways, yeah. when I got into the scene, you know, I kind of started, you know, reinventing my look, applying a little bit, you know, change here, change there. So once you do that kind of stuff, people start to take notice. So my shit took off, on, you know, on flight. Um, and it was just basically a lot of stuff that, you know, people kind of allude in their TikTok videos about like not necessarily having their gay life start until they're adults. So that's why a lot of people kind of come out, you know, kind of behaving to a degree like teenagers when they're adults, you know, because they didn't have that adolescent age time period when, when it came to being themselves. So anyways, so I got right, you know, joined rugby, did all that kind of stuff, you know, started, you know, basically charming the shit out of people. And you know, I was able to sit there and have sex with them, but you know. But the thing about like that kind of power is I misused it. So in the case in point, like when I was dating, you know, my exes and stuff, the only one that was a real relationship was Daniel. So um, that was where I had to really learn my fucking trials and tribulations. You know what I'm saying? Especially about the shit that I was doing was wrong. And when you have to break when you wait, so you think you're only gonna learn that stuff when you're in like serious relationships? You don't think you learn it from having like little small situationships or like even like sex capades or just like fuck well, buddy situations? You don't think you learn from those? Well, I'm just honest, curious. No, 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 it's not, not, it's not like moving forward, yes, moving backwards and the step like how I was thinking and moving back then, no, because I didn't stop. Like, picture like my life as a vehicle, right? My car, you know, metaphorically speaking, didn't come to a halt until I ran the stop sign and, and collided with something else. So, like, for the most part, like, I knew that my companionship, aka promiscuousness, sleeping with random strangers to get that level of comfort was, in fact, an issue, but I didn't care because that's all I knew. So, when it came to actually somebody giving me the time of the day in a way that I wanted, you know, like, trying to kind of like, combine both worlds of keeping that shit kind of under wraps and thinking they could exist together was in fact with the wrong person. Hence the reason why everything came to a screeching halt, you know, tumbling down, crumbling down, whatever you want to call it. So, um, wait, you think Daniel was the wrong person? No, 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 no. I'm saying Daniel. Well, so Daniel was the wrong person in the sense of who I truly am to have been with at least from how everything worked out. Because again, if Daniel and I oh, were okay. have meant to have been, we could have worked and, you know, he could have been like, Hey, you know what? Like, there's nothing wrong with you. But to him, there was something wrong with me. So don't get me wrong. Like when you cheat, yeah, there's you, obviously there's a fault there. But the steps and all that stuff that lead people to cheating is the real like, hmm, why did my partner feel the need to step out? Did I sit there and make it not a very comfortable place to communicate? One, two, was I giving him or not giving him the things? You have to also kind of think about it from a cheater's perspective. Like, was I getting these things? Was I feeling alienated? Was I feeling isolated? Was I feeling whatever, whatever? I'm not saying that these are you know right or wrong reasons to cheat, but these are the reasons people do cheat. So I, you know, of course, speaking with a friend of mine, stuff about, you know, being an ethical slut is that back before Daniel came into the picture, I was an ethical slut, but a lot of people felt that because I got around that somehow I was problematic or the bad boy, right? But I wasn't doing anything in the sense of using people or trying to get to, you know, to a come up using them sexually for any of those things. It was just for fun. I just enjoyed sex a lot, you know? So it was just a hoe phase. Not really a hoe phase because the hoe phase basically means that I was doing something wrong and I wasn't. No, let's we can't slut shame. No, no, no. Like I no, I'm saying to do something like for me, like I don't call it you can call it a hoe phase, but for me, a hoe is a derogatory term. So like I don't care how you try to spice it and dice it, like I would never call myself a hoe. No, but that's why Amber 
Rose. No, I don't, I don't give a fuck. That's Amber Rose. That's that ball, bitch. Not me. <laughs> Stop. Knock it off. <laughs> no, I mean, you can feel how you feel. But no, no, no. She, no, no, she you're, no, you're not she, wrong. I know no, what she you took, mean, but no, it's okay she took to, the word. No, she took the word. You can do whatever slut. you no, no, no. want. Yeah. Amber took just the a word negative conversation. No, no, no. She didn't call herself a hoe. She called herself a slut. There's a difference. Like a no, no, no. I know, but what I'm saying is that there's nothing wrong with having a hoe phase. No, because no, when no, you say no, no. ethical, what did you call it? Ethical slut. Ethical slut. I don't know. I don't like that. Well, well there's words because slut you're kind of like who's, the making. Words, no, the word. There's. Okay, so remember, the, the people used to sit there and tell the differences between the following words: a bitch, a slut, and a whore. Sorry, a bitch, a slut, and um, uh, 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 sorry, and a hoe. See, a hoe gets paid. A bitch is just a bitch. A slut. She don't, you know what I'm saying? She just well, a bitch is a female dog. If yeah, we're gonna be specific here, no, I right? know. And you know what's so crazy? I don't ever hear nobody sit there and call their dog a bitch. But whatever. Um, like I ain't never heard nobody say that. But, but what I'm saying is like in regards to how people used it as like a, a dagger and a weapon. Like a bitch was somebody who was very snobby. Like just you know, yeah, somebody. Yeah, a slut is a woman who has multiple, multiple sexual par par yeah. partners. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then a hoe is somebody who got paid for her. You know, for her her services. Okay. That's what okay. I'm so I see what you mean. So ethical okay so slut slut yeah. that's fine yeah, yeah, that's the correct term so a slut phase we've been we've been saying this all wrong right yeah. so i mean technically you're all right now i'm just kidding because <laughs> you get paid for your shit i was like you and zach o's y'all big o's i'm just kidding we're, no, entrep but... we're entrepreneurs <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> you know what listen you're taking this spin on different words and just using your own shit but it's fine no no no. Um, but again this is again like the thing about the empowerment of words and how you choose to use them as daggers or shields or whatever you want to call them that's up to each individual it doesn't yeah. mean that i have to rock with your terms or you have to rock with how i view your terms like yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're up for interpretation for anybody like you know how like some gays take the word faggot and they're like oh yeah mm -hmm. i'm a faggot like there's just certain words i would never call myself because i don't feel comfortable calling myself those words now if you yeah. choose to call yourself a faggot and a hoe and a slut whatever i, I don't care that's not me like and i say this respectfully i'm not worried about you i'm worried about me at all times so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know at the end of the day you use however words make you feel and you uplift them or you you know you uh demean yourself or however you want to sit there and do that with you then that's on you time but anyways so we were talking about like, you know, he's like, he was like talking about his ethical slap phase. And I said, hey, you know what? The only thing that I advise people unsolicitedly is always let the other person know where they stand at with you. So none of your words or actions yeah. can be used against you. He's like, absolutely. Yeah. He's like, that's great advice. So, you know, of course, I had to tell him I had to go through my own trials and tribulations to get to this mindset as a 32 year old because a lot of my movements that I was making back in the, my early 20s, I didn't know. Not, it's not that I didn't know. I guess I was just going so fast and just going about it the wrong way that I didn't take time to notice the 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 warning signs, you know? Because everything really kind of comes with a warning. If you but think I think it. also, too, we've spoken on this where it's mm -hmm. like, Gio, you're a lover boy at heart. Since I've known you, Gio, like, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously not now because you've been with Zach for, what, almost four years now? And you've kind of taken... He, I mean, you're his lover boy, right? Drake album, <laughs> plug in. But, you know, you've always been... Yeah, so I, I would call you an ethical slut because... I don't want to say you were chasing love, but... No, I was. You were, right? Like, yeah, I didn't because... want to put words in your mouth because no, no, I'm no. just kind of recalling and going back through the timeline of 13, 14 years. And I'm like, you know what? Gio was really out there. I felt like you weren't really looking for friends. You were looking for the one. Yeah, and you in, know, this, in a lot of ways, and this kind of goes into the topic that we want to talk about in regards to like what kind of guys to avoid or what kind of guys you just don't mesh well with. Yeah, hope phase and dangerous men that's what it is. So, yeah, or ethical, uh, I'm sorry, ethical slut. Well, no, no, and no, dangerous the, men. Well, just more like 
it's no, I'm saying two separate talk, topics. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, actually, yeah, yeah. There might be a third one because I forgot the other one, but we're going to get it on my business. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, no, no. We're so still like, in season one. Bear with us. <laughs> right? um, no, but like for me, when I had to like reevaluate certain stuff, like like when I came onto the scene and I started seeing couples, right, holding hands and just those things that I wasn't really shown a lot yeah. on the movies or heard about music or just in my everyday life, right? I just knew they existed, which is kind of funny because my only interpretation of the gay world, really, like no shits and giggles, was porn. You know what I'm saying? So like that's kind of fucked Seriously. up because when you watch it, that's like literally your only like remembrance. And porn of, is a fantasy. Oh yeah, People take that in real life. Yeah, you know, and that's, I, I just, I noticed that there were these very attractive men having sex with each other. So like, that was my interpretation or depiction of gay life. So when I came out and stuff and I tried to be, you know, like, hey, put myself out there, have conversations, you know, build friendships. A lot of the people that I befriended in the beginning were people that I slept with, right? Because I thought that, that was some kind of, uh, not initiation, so to speak, but like almost like the rite of passage, right? Like, this was my moments for times that I didn't get to sleep with somebody with, as a teenager or, you know, have those moments of, you know, like, mm. like NSA, not NSA, sorry, no strings attached. Oh, yeah, NSA, I'm sorry, I don't know why I said NSA, but anyways. What do you call me? <laughs> but, you know, like, again, like I said, I had all those incorrect depictions of what I thought the queer gay world was. So when I went out there, like, I thought that if I was honest, that somehow people would gravitate to honesty, right? Wrong. <laughs> People gravitate to honesty, but people don't know how to be honest. Does that make any sense? Oh, say it louder for the <laughs> in the back. You so, ain't lying. So, like, with that being said, is like I would tell them, like, hey, let's go on a date. And they would say, yeah, let's do that. But in reality, all they really wanted to do was fuck. So when I was kind of wearing my heart on my sleeves, thinking that I was going to get this opportunity and, you know, date the 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 hot person or whatever the case may have been, little did I know that there was, like, nothing they that was gonna that goodies yeah there was goodies. there wasn't gonna be anything <laughs> there wasn't gonna be anything that that goes or moves past that sexual encounter because yeah you, you know what's crazy is like when you're young when you're young you hear it up until like you're like 27 28 29 right like you're a yeah. baby like especially older guys oh you're a baby oh you're a baby oh you're a baby you know so like people don't really know how to take you seriously it doesn't matter what you do as, as long as you sit there and you state your age you're classified as a baby to them right um so oh my god i'm not gonna be a babies <laughs> <laughs> but you know again like i said trials tri through tribulations i went you know out there put myself constantly out there so for me i was always looking for romance but all i was getting was sex so along the line i just traded in romance for sexual encounters and cross my wires because again when you only get to, when you like not even half compromise, but like when you like below the percentage of what you would actually compromise for, then you're just settling, right? You're just like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like when somebody gets in an argument with their significant other and they don't really give a fuck about being right or wrong, they just want it to end. You know, mine was kind of in mm -hmm. reverse. Mine was kind of in reverse. Like it was just like, oh, you know what? Like this person says that if we we have sex, then maybe I might get to date. But I heard that so many times where it just became like, oh, I know what you're gonna say. Fuck it, let's get this over with, you know, get this over with. You yeah, know? you drink, sir. You drank the Kool Aid and you yeah. became Mr. Kool Aid. You yeah. became Mr. Kool Aid. Yeah. So like now you're the face of sex. <laughs> Poster uh, child. No, but you know what though? Like I said, but it, it took me unfortunately moving too fast where I collided 
with the one moving vehicle that actually was in support of me. You know, of course, through all the, well, I heard through the grapevine that Geo's this. I heard through the grapevine that Geo's that, oh, stay away from him. He's a bad boy. He'll break your heart, blah, blah, blah. Daniel saw, heard all of that and still proceeded, you know. Fuck boy. It was yeah. essentially a fuck boy, what we call a fuck boy. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, again, at the end of the day, but like, I had to go through those lessons to learn because, like, he was talking and he was, him and I are talking. He's a lawyer. So he was just like, you know, wow. He was like, it sounds like you've been through some shit. He goes to really kind of like understand what where, what you want and where you're at right now. And I said, you know, there this wasn't always the case. Like I had to go through a plethora of men. I had to go through a plethora of men which I would mm. never date or give opportunities. Like I, you know, you and I sh shot the shit like shit like 13 years ago. Because I remember, you know, we won't say any names, but I remember you trying to hook me up with the guy who didn't have a car. And... <laughs> You know, the thing about it, though, is I can't date somebody who don't have a car. You Even know? at 19, 20. <laughs> yes, because I had a car, you know. We ain't going to say no names, though. No, we, but I, I remember. You talked about that. <laughs> but, I, you know, but that got us to thinking, like, when you think about it, people think that preferences are somehow, like, some shallow expectations. No. Some no. people, like, you, you can't date nobody who, who don't have a job. Let's just keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody has to not necessarily match um, your... No, we know. <laughs> Bitch, don't play with me. You couldn't sit there and date somebody who just stayed at home. Listen, we. you know what? Okay. I mean, I would beg to differ just because my last situationship. He had a job, though. He might have not had a good job, but. Oh, he had... okay. You're talking about something else. But okay, go ahead. Yes. I'm just saying like, a. am saying like basically someone who brings an income, like, you know, even realistically, I don't think I could date somebody who had a trust fund. Because money like that runs out. Unless, unless you're... No, legacy money. Don't do well, that. No, no, legacy well, money. No, no. Again, but you know what, though? At the end of the day, you don't know how... One, I never try to count what people, what's in people's pockets. But I also Period. don't... I don't. But I also don't exclude the fact of how they, you know, how they cover their, their expenses. You know, because some people, some people tend to hemorrhage more money than they have coming in. So, like, yeah. for me, like, I want somebody who's going to push me to like want to expand my knowledge, my palate. You see what I'm saying? Like to go and say, hey, you know, I started working at a call center because that's what, you know, that was like my first, aka what I call like a big boy job back in my 20s, uh, 20, yeah, when I was 20. So like I, I've been able to advance from being that to, you know, being a network firewall engineer. So it, it literally was hustle and bustle. You see what I'm saying? But it wasn't super easy. But I at least can sit there and say that I respected that I never gave up. You know what I'm saying? Like, even times when yeah. I wanted to. Like, dude, there were times where, like, it was a bitch to get a job, you know? It was like, fuck, dude. Like, everybody wants all this, but it's not willing to give on that, you know? Um, but, yeah, like, for me, it's like, there are negative uh, preferences. Let's just keep it real. Like, people who sit there and say, oh, I could never date somebody who flips a burger. Well. well yeah. So, I, I just want to speak on this. So, yeah. Gio is, you know, one person and I'm another. Listen, I'm... So I'm a little different in that sense because all I've ever gotten for the most part, um, I'm not going to say fully, but I've always gotten men where they come to me and I'm not saying I fixed them, but I've raised a few of them. I won't lie to you. Um, I don't know. Like I know, you know, I was kind of told like you, you really know how to represent for those who, know how to stand by a man you know you really know how to hold a man down and i've really been that for a lot of men emotionally physically mentally 
I really have. Um, not to take away from the things that they've done, but I have. And I guess it was just that save a hoe kind of mentality. But I really don't think that's what it is. A lot of people like to say that, oh, you like men who are fixer uppers. You like a project. You know, you want someone that you can control. But it's not, none of those things, right? It's just I've always aligned with what how people make me feel and not what they can give me. So if I've always if I'm looked at and labeled as someone who's just who likes a project, who likes to get it come into men's life and like, oh, because of me, you have X, Y and Z and you've done this and I've catapulted you to here and I've done this. No, it's just always been that way. And, you know, I don't think it's a um, for me. I mean, you know, as I progress in therapy, maybe that'll change. Maybe they'll identify and be like, yeah, that is a problem. You know, it's a trauma thing. But I don't know. Like I've, I feel like I'm always going to carry my core values where I don't look at a man in what he can give me, right? Like if he's taking from me, that's different. But what he's adding to me, that's cool. If you want to add like, you, hey, let's get together. Let, let's become a power couple. Let's get this. Let's get that. But for me, it's that stuff is monetary. It's very, um, I like the intangible. I like stuff that that's emotionally bonded. So that's why I've always had a certain type because it's how they make me feel in the beginning because shit towards the end, even the middle, it, it doesn't come out like that. So it's probably, there probably is something there that I need to identify and work on, but I don't know. I don't, I've never liked the whole label of Captain save a or people who like, who want to build people, right? Sort of like a Build-A-Bear or Build-A-Dude, <laughs> if you will. Like, I'm, that's not who I am. I just happen to always get those emotionally people, those emotional people who I connect with, and then they happen to have a little bit of issues or here and there. And not to say I've ever been perfect because I've had to build myself up and work on myself. And these men have taught me a lot. Um, I don't know. Like, I've all, you know, I, even with your experience, because you've only had Daniel to really experience, and then now you're in your true second relationship, right? Because Daniel was like your real, mm, he was your first love. I would say that Gobito was like your first artificial, first, superficial first love, right? Because it's just like, or like get your feet wet. So like, that's how I consider my first love where it's like, it doesn't really count because I did learn a lot. I was with him. I did move in with him for a little bit, but I knew right away, like, that's not what I wanted. And I left. So I don't know. And I had also lost attraction. Um, so I don't know, even with me having all these relationship experience and you mostly, aside from Daniel and now in the, the second relationship you're in, I feel like we both learned. I feel like you're a little bit more emotion, emotionally mature when it comes to men because you're able to read them a lot more. Whereas, I mean, I can read somebody too. I, I'm really good about that. But I don't know. I don't think that, I keep saying I don't know a lot, but I just think that with me, it's not that I want to see the good in people because for the most part, I don't. Like, you know, I posted a meme the other day where I was like, listen, I'm not a friendly person. I don't give a fuck how friendly my friend is. You come up to him and you say hi, don't say hi to me. Like, I'm very much that. But there's sometimes where my radar is activated and I'm like, hmm. I like the energy that they're giving me. I like the vibe. I like the conversation. Um, that's the first thing I look for when I'm talking to someone like, you know, dick is everywhere. Chemistry isn't like it's all about connection and bond for me. So I don't know. I feel like I've learned 
probably the same amount, maybe a little bit less, because I feel like having multiple sexual partners really emotionally matures you to a level that most people really don't get to. And you've had a lot, you know, not, not trying to talk shit, but I feel like you are very emotionally in tuned and aware and intelligent because now you've gotten to the point where it's like, listen, bro, not just anybody's about to come around me. Even with your friends, you're very super fucking picky. Like, you're just like, hey, you know, you didn't rub me the right way the first time. Whatever. Because you won't even be cordial, you know? Like, we we discussed this. Thankfully, you pieced it up with that guy, you know, this past weekend, right? For Zach's little birthday extravaganza. Um, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. So, I feel like it's made you a lot. It, it's made you tougher. It's also made you build up some walls a little bit more. But I really think whole, it's made you really intelligent. Um so I feel like slut phase, hoe phase, whatever it is that you guys go through, I feel like it is really necessary to have that. Not all the time, right? When I say necessary, I'm speaking mostly. Um, bigger picture. I mean, overall, for me, I've never had a slut or hoe phase. I would call it something different. It's more of an emotional phase, emotional slut phase, hoe phase. I feel like I get to know people. I talk to people and that's it. Like since I've been broken up with my ex, um, which is like 16, 17 months now, I've only had two sexual partners. And I say that, I say that very loosely because there wasn't really anything sexual. It may have been a like, a kiss here, a hug there, a few sucks. So I'm just, I'm not that person. I have to connect with you emotionally. I'm just not going to give it up or do anything really like that. So those two guys were very fucking lucky. So y'all got to taste the right. But, you know, like I, my phase was very different. It's still different. Like even now, even me being big single, like going forward, when I decide to actually start again, whenever that is, like, I'm not going to be someone who is, I don't know, the physical part doesn't really matter to me. It's getting to know you, talking to you, going on dates, um, connecting. But I also think that's what makes me toxic because I tend to get into these people's heads mm -hmm. and not intentionally, but I've identified it too, where I don't play hard to get, I play hard to forget. And I'm not playing that. It's just, I don't know, like I get into their brain. I mean, I seep into their DNA. And again, I'm not trying to do that on purpose. It's just like, I make you stop, yield, and just be like, hmm, wow. Okay, he has my attention. He wants to talk. He doesn't want to do this. Like, even if it's like the ultimate fuck boy, because one of my sneaky links is the ultimate fuck boy. I mean, the ultimate here in Austin. I hope he never listens to this. Oh my God. Because <laughs> yeah, you know but, he's gonna know it's him. But. Yeah, but let me interrupt. So essentially, like what Ray is saying and what I'm saying as well is that like there are past, present, and future hangups. Let's just keep it real. You know, as we evolve, our our uh, wants and needs and desires off also change, right? So, like now, what was kind of funny when you said like about 
your hangups with other guys and stuff like that was always a little bit more different than mine. Mine was like, I, was, um, I wasn't I was necessarily trying to captain save a hoe. I was trying to emotional save a hoe. Does that make any sense? Like somehow because of the shit that I went through, like I was trying to be the, the uh, contender to sit there and show them that I was the one they were looking for and I was the one to love them like no one else. <laughs> And but that's of course came from a very traumatic experience, or came from a traumatic um, experience in my upbringing. That somehow I thought that I was this fucking candlestick of joy um, that was just like gonna sit there and sweep up all these people off their feet and be like, oh my god, that's the the hurricane that I was just waiting for, you know, just to sit there and pick me up and sweep me and turn me over here. But um, yeah, that wasn't the case because again, what I realized quickly is it's kind of like remember Mean Girls. Remember how, you know, uh, Lindsay Lohan character, she was just like super nice and friendly. And she thought that like by greeting people and treating them with respect, especially when she came from living in Africa to living, you know, there and wherever the hell she was living at. Like they were just going to sit there and adapt and, you know, take her in and welcome her with open arms. And she just learned quickly that that's not how human interaction is, at least in high school. That's the rude awakening that I had. It was like, holy shit, you know, because again, because again, when all those sexual encounters were said and done with, guess what happened? They either ghosted me told me that uh, we just weren't a you know, match um, or that they were going to see somebody else or that they weren't ready. So, like, yeah, I know. Like, but this, You got curved a lot. Exactly. And I'm not talking, I'm no, not no, talking no, no, shit, no, no, but no, like... No, you're right, but you're right, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, or all, swerved on. I'm not going to say yeah, curved. You no, were I got curved. No, I got curved a lot of times. And I took that shit with pleasure because, again, those same people, though, kind of always came back as my glow up tended to just increase you see what i'm saying because they wouldn't take me seriously when i was 19 20 21 22 23 24 daniel came around when i was 25 so you know we lasted until i was 26 then 27 28 29 you know was so sorry 27 28 was like trying to figure this shit out and trying to like you know adapt and then once i got with zach i just said fuck this you know this is the person who's gonna love me for me and i'm gonna love him for him and let's just take this shit on like on a on a world tour, you know, fuck it, boom, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this big. You know? Okay, Gio, I have a question. What? Can I ask you your body count? Oh yeah, my body count, like sexually, is over a thousand easily. I feel like you said that a couple years ago. Are you sure it's not more? It might be like eleven hundred, but this is eleven hundred oh, okay. different people. God damn, bro, you been busy. <laughs> God damn, imagine if you would have started OnlyFans way All back. Right. <laughs> My guy, you would have been a fucking billionaire by now. Mm, what the fuck? All right, <laughs> you would have invented OnlyFans. Like, what the fuck? What what the fuck were you thinking? No, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You stupid. <laughs> so, my body count would probably be. Like a fucking uh, uh, what? Like a ninety percent that? Twenty percent? Ninety five percent that? No, but while you're thinking, while you're thinking about your body count though, but again. All those individuals, though, ask me if I would revisit doing them again now in my current state as 32-year-old. No, because when you're a teenager, when you're in your 20s, like anybody who gives you the slight interest or the that gives you the, the time of day, most people gravitate towards them because I was emotionally needy because I didn't get that like level of emotional need as a child. You know, like I had a lot of rough shit happen to me. So I thought that this community that like basically advocated for being vulnerable was going to like, I don't know, was going to wash away all this trauma and shit in some kind of weird fucking way, but it never happened. So I just only got hardened, <laughs> you know, no cap. Um, so, uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, but that, that, but that's the reality of it though. Like I learned, that's also one of the reasons why I am the way that I am right now, because 
you know, as much as a lot of people in this community want to sit there and see the beauty in people, which they have absolutely every right. I am a realist as well as an, uh, uh, um, I was going to say opportunist. Whoa, wrong. Uh, 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 oh my God. I'm also pessimistic. I'm pessimistic as well as optimistic. But, you know, at the end of the day, I tell people I am also realistic. You see what I'm saying? So, like, there's, but everybody is different, though. Everybody's greeted. Everybody's treated differently. How people treat me doesn't mean that that's the same way they treat other people. Like, some people are okay with just, you know, chucking and jiving and, you know, moving and shaking and, you know, just going with the flow. I'm just not that person anymore. So now I'm just the person who doesn't get these invites because I don't. I don't do what they do anymore, you know? And that's okay. Like, I was telling a friend of mine who stayed here to visit, I was like, you know, what's crazy is I look at these people who are having their version of fun at Southern Decadence, and I don't miss that at all. I don't miss those bar tabs that were hard to get a drink at and the fucking watery, sugary shit and, and humid ass weather. I don't miss none of that shit. I don't miss trying to chase people to hang out with them only to be curbed because they were fucking other people in your friend group. I don't miss none of that shit, my guy. It's just too, it's just too, I don't even, it's not even toxic because again, to be toxic is just like, it's just too messy, you know? Yeah, I think how I would identify myself is aloof and very truthful. I'm very distant and not friendly. Um, but I'm cool. Like, you know, it's just who I am. I don't know. I'm not like Gio where Gio is very much approachable. I feel like people would really come up to him, talk to him. I'm not like that. I don't give that energy. Like I said, I'm none of those things. But now that I've thought about my body count, not even kidding, I think I'm going to be specific here. I've had, and I'm being generous here. I want to say maybe two men in me, right? I'm being generous. I think I'm being, no, for sure. Two men. No, 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 I'm not. Maybe three, but in total, like interaction, I would say maybe seven. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not even two hands. <laughs> I hate you. No, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying it to, like, shame anybody or make my, like, oh, my God, like, look at him. You know, he has a low body count. But no, seriously, like, I really don't be fucking on men like that. And I don't let men fuck on me like that. Like, I don't know what the fuck it is. And half the time I've spent most of my 20s and a little bit of 30s in a relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's that. So, damn, I'm really inexperienced. It's it's not that you're sexually, sexually, not emotionally. Yeah, I was gonna sit there and say, but it's not that like again, this is where people people just move and, and they and they talk and they're just different on how they they tend to see and view things, like especially when it comes to sex. You know what I'm saying? Like you and I view sex two different ways. Like you view sex as like an intimate act between mm -hmm. You know, a, a person, a couple who who is in a relationship. Me, I see sex as just a beautiful thing that anybody can have. Fantasy and transactional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, for real. No, for real. But again, that's just that's uh, it's it's the perfect way to say it. You know, it's it's just different for everybody, and there's there's no there's no right or wrong. That's why I think it's kind of funny about people who try to sit there and like you know, especially the, you know Christians and shit who try to try to tell, oh, well, you know, how can you be out there having premarital sex and this and that and. um like just trying to like really make sex people like so say that I don't pay attention to people like that. I don't even know anybody like that anymore. Right? It's, but it's it's whatever. Those people are prehistoric of the past. Okay. So 
Oh, but I still won't date you if you have no car. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Um, no, but you, but you know what though? It's like, would you date somebody who didn't have a bank account? Who refused to have a bank account? Jill, we're different. Like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I, that's I'm what I'm saying. I can't, it's not that for me. It's about how they sustain. Are they a hustler? What's their mentality? You know, people come from the streets. People still are in the streets. So I'm not going to sit here and say, you know what? I wouldn't because okay, everybody has to start somewhere. Okay. Wait, you broke up. What happened? Oh, God. We're 44 minutes into this and he's going to cut off. <sighs> this can't be good, guys. This is embarrassing. What is going on right now? Okay. I don't know what's going to happen, guys. God, what if there's going to be a part two? Like there was last time. This is not going to be good. Hello, hello. Oh, God. Yeah, we're here. Oh, my God. I don't know. I got super scared because, like, my theme started tripping or whatever. Um, No, but there was, like, a 10-second delay, so don't worry. Okay, I was talking the whole time. I was like, oh God, we're gonna have <laughs> listen. Season two, I'm telling you now, it'll be a whole lot better. I'm gonna learn how to piece it all together. Yeah. Even if we get cut off. Even no, 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 but seriously. Fully my job or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um but no, but answer the question. Like, would could you legitimately date a drug dealer who moves heavyweight, sleeps during the day, slangs during the night, and may get life if caught? Yes. Okay. Now let me ask you a question. I totally would. Okay. Okay. Cool. No. Hey. You know what? Hey. It's absolutely fine. Um, yeah. That, that that like that's crazy, right? Because I come from that world per se, right? Mm -hmm. Um. I've seen that world. I know people in that world. I'm not in that world, but I've just learned to like drop down my defenses, my walls, in the sense of getting to know someone because. You just never know. Like, that's what I'm working on in therapy right now is like, I had my entire life planned out. I mean, literally, I was like, this is going to happen. I'm going to do this by this. Literally had a whole timeline. And now that's not happening. I'm 34 and that's not happening. So now I have to be okay with what, if what's coming is not what it looks like for me, what I thought it was going to be. Am I okay with having another life? Open to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it, and I respect it. It's just that, like I said, you know, like for me, uh, realistically, with all bullshit aside, you know, again, I probably could date somebody as long as they tra treated me well and we had goals and ambitions that we were able to meet and we push each other who didn't have a car. Because, again, like, you know, hey, it's no, 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 because I'm, like, I'm about to give you I'm about to give you. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like, no, 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 you, I'm about, you no, don't have to. No, what I'm saying, I'm about to tell you right now. Like people who live in California, some people don't need a car there. People who live in New York don't need a car. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, but I mean, it's like Chicago, could, even. Yeah, right, absolutely. Um, the thing about me, like, I, I just couldn't like if living in Dallas, Texas, I couldn't have date somebody who didn't have a car there because it's so fucking big and huge. Look at me describing two of the words, my favorite words. Um, <laughs> but you know, like for real, like it's just it's 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 just too much of a hassle, especially if you live like I don't know, forty five minutes away. It's always me having to put the effort. You know what I'm saying? Like I need somebody who's gonna make it a little bit easier for us to see each other, not more. No, difficult, and I agree with that. But like, mm -hmm. so so that's perfect. This is the perfect segue into it. So I think that like, 
those are those kind of men, right? Drug dealers, they're they're mm -hmm. drug dealers, and they come with a lot. They come with a lot of uncertainty, um, the unknown. So that that's a huge risk. A lot of people don't like uncertainty. They don't like the unknown because at any minute you could be at work and yo, your dude's calling you like, say babe, like I'm locked up, like I need you to bail me out or the flush the stash. Yeah, like you know, you know that little bank account we got set up, like you know where I got the stash. You know, you got to start talking in code. There's a lot that comes with it. I get it. Trust me, because whatever, whatever. Yeah. So I get that. But then there's people like who have financial freedom, who are well established, who have it all, but are fucking condescending assholes, passive aggressive, and who have this superiority complex. I don't have fucking time for that. I don't like I, I cannot stand them. And, and it, people are probably going to be like, oh, you know what rates? Because you can't control them because you're the controlling one. That has absolutely nothing to do with it. There's these men who have a chip on their shoulder who just think that you cannot give any feedback or criticism or any push, nothing whatsoever, especially if it come if you're coming for their character. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for people. I like regular, regular dudes. I yeah. do not like men who come with a chip on their shoulder. And that usually comes with a lot of financial freedom. Listen, I, I'm not knocking people. That's your preference. It's cool. But I don't like the people who tend to brag a lot, who show out, who do this, who do that. Listen, I get it. The hood dudes, like they like to do that too. But it's in a way where it's like they stunt for themselves. Like they're not really like, oh, I'm riding around the city and I'm getting in and I'm trying to see this. Maybe every now and then, right? But like, like it flex. But you know, but then when you when you make it a lifestyle, there's a lot that comes with it. It's either they're fuck oh, yeah. boys, the financial freedom guys are fuck boys, or they have controlling issues. And I don't got time for it. I beat both of them up straight up from the gate up, straight up. I don't do that. Don't yeah, come over the, here with that shit. I hate the, that. The only way that I could actually legitimately date a drug dealer. Is like if he was that kind of like um, the Latin guy from uh, Breaking Bad, where he had the chicken joints and shit. You know, I've never seen Breaking like, Bad. Oh, no. okay. Well, never mind. Anyways, um, but yeah. No, did you watch Pose? I did. I love Pose. Pose. I could Pose. totally see you dating a poppy. Um, no. To be honest, with you, you know, it's really? so crazy. I've tried dating people like me. It's so funny. I asked. I asked <laughs> That's you. That that is you. Yeah. No. Pose is romantic. Do whatever. <laughs> take a bullet on the come up. Can make mm. anything happen. No, that's definitely you, bro. That's yeah. definitely you. Yeah. I've uh I've asked Zach like and I've asked friends like hey you know if you could, if you could clone yourself would you fuck yourself and then they'd like yeah absolutely whatever right and I'd be like and they said what about you and I'm like no I couldn't because I wouldn't already, fuck myself yeah, I totally I, would not fuck I'm myself a, I'm, there's too much of me already existing in one person the fuck I want two of them you know it's like yeah, the evil uh, must die evil must die or whatever anyways um, la mala nunca se muere but yeah take keys fuck these culeros up anyways um oh god <laughs> but no but you know what though like it, it's 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 like remember I told you on the phone like I can't date somebody who works weekends like I can't because weekends are for me like to play with I can't date somebody who works the night shift because I work in, on an opposite schedule that people are going to say you can make it work yeah but like if it's almost damn near see, impossible I, these are a see, lot of fucking yes. rules I no. can't do no there's too many like there's, no, no, no. there's you, a thing about having standards want, no but that's a why? lot Gio like I no, feel no, like okay know, that's like half the population. Uh, that's on them. Uh, but, you know, oh for me, God. no, no, but this is the reason why I tell you, because I have to know myself. I've tried doing that, and I'm super stingy with my time. I'm very stingy with my time. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if if we can make it work, great. 
But if it's always us missing one another because like there's just no time, then I can't. You see what I'm saying? Like we're just yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree that, with that. that also, so that's if you're reason. making it work, if you're trying to make it work, yeah, yeah, that's great. Don't miss it, guys. And we're just because we These have certain preferences, preferences. certain men. Yes, certain men that like you know we're just talking about like certain men. There's a dangerous man in everyone. Like for me, example, like I'm an emotional gay man. I'm a, I'm probably the la- not, not one of the last emotional gay men, but I have a fucking attitude like a dragon. Like, I don't fuck around. I don't do the gaslighting. I don't do the bullshit. I am a truth teller. I have this obsession with the truth. I have this fucking obsession with, like, knowing the mechanics of somebody. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I don't want to get in your brain or in your head. Like, I feel like I'm not a dangerous man. I, I, I may tiptoe on the toxic level, but I don't do it just to be like, yo... You ain't never going to forget me. But I'm also going to say this that I've ta- I forgot who I was having a conversation with. None of my exes will ever come back to me. Because I'm literally like I will I bit their fucking head off. Like I almost like assassinated them. Like there's nothing to come back to. Because I am so I'm so who I am that they would refuse to ever come back even if they know that I'm that I'm good enough and they, they're never going to find nothing like it, but because I'm so who I am and I've gotten so much in their head, it's almost like, what the fuck, Ray? Like, bro, like, I'm like, you'll never be able to forget me. You will try and find me in every bitch ass dude you get with. Sorry. I shouldn't have said bitch ass dude, but every (laughs) man that you try, I swear to God, you will on my mama, on my mama's eyes, on my nephew's eyes, on everything I love. You will look, for me and every person after me. And I don't know why. I'm I'm a yeah, I'm pretty dangerous. I'm not gonna say I'm toxic. I'm I'm a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but you know, I have every intentions to try. My intentions are good, but it's because like when you start the bullshit with me, bro, I'm gonna give it back to you. Like I'm gonna give it back to you. I'm gonna own it. I'm I'm a dangerous man too. Mm-hmm. Like it's just what the fuck it is. Like don't come over here thinking you something like, oh, he the, I'm the one, like, I'm the fucking um, gordito slayer or the fucking dude who gets all these guys to fall in love and do this. Bro, come over here with that. I want you to. I want you to come over here with that. Because, bro, I will make your soul spin. <laughs> he said, I said, <laughs> all right. Like he blowing cocaine off the microphone. Um no, but you know what though? But that does make sense though, because again, like I remember that was one of the my one of my favorite quotes from you was like, "I don't play hard to get; I play hard to forget." I always love that one. Yeah. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, though, like you know, again, like I say these things, but I'll sit there and tell you right now, there again with the guy that we're talking to in Chicago, he actually has one thing that I used to sit there and tell people I would never date. I would never date guys with long hair. You know, it's kind of funny. He has long hair, so like. <laughs> I really is one of those no, things. I, I'm no. not even gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna talk yeah. about it. But you know what? Dude, that's the first thing you told me. You got a bad bud ring. Like, oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, that was that's you. different. I, that's yeah. different for you, Geo. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what though? If it's... you want to pull on the hair while you're doing back shots, say that. Yeah. Say that. I'm just kidding. But oh, I'm... he said yeah. Oh, look, he said with his chest. He said yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, no, but you know what though? Like... Wait, Geo. So like your third, like, is he like gonna be predominantly your bottom? 
Like no, for no, you no. and Zach? To be honest, like, with you, can like, he top y'all? Because he's short. Yeah. Oh yeah. But trust me, that boy got a. He got a. <laughs> How the fuck did Orlando Brown say this stupid interview? He she gave me that. Uh, what the fuck? We talking about Bawa? We talking about Bawa when he said that, right? No, he said that. Uh, he said that. Bomb, he, he said Bawa got that bomb pussy. Like, <laughs> no pussy. I think he said he got no, that bomb he said, pussy. He said pussy, and then all of a sudden, that's when uh, Bawa hit him up with the uh, Damien. I am a boy, you know, from Friday After Next. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, but no, but you know what though? Like, but you know, but again, it's just like when I met him, I didn't expect that to be you know what I'm saying? i didn't expect what happened in regards to like the chemistry that we had again these are just early beginning stages but the fact that i met somebody who kind of like changed my perspective on something that i kind of held near and dear as a, like i don't just just not my thing you know i never found long-haired guys yeah. attractive but yeah it, it, but it just proved that i wasn't meant to find the other guys attractive i was meant to find him attractive you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so but no, like to be honest, you're like good I'm luck with that. <laughs> but you know what though, like in, in, in real in a uh, in real talk, long hair don't know, care. <laughs> um, but uh, real talk though, like when it comes to like the the idealistic third that that we're looking for, somebody who's a combination between Zach and I, not in personality but in uh, traits when it comes to things that they find as in hobbies or interests. You know what I'm saying? Am I because gonna like him? Well, I don't know, boy. You don't like nobody. Anyways, um, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. If you lying, you're flying. And you know what? I ain't seen a bird all day. Ew, Period. <laughs> um, wait. So, what kind of guy do you think you are, Gio? Do you think you're a dangerous man? Um, you know what? Back I don't think you really are. I think you get a bad rap, but you're really not. No, back then, to be honest with you, I loved playing that bad boy, the kind of thing like that. Oh, is it gonna break your heart, kind of thing? But but it wasn't because I initially, you know, gave myself that kind of title or vision or whatever. It's just that how that's how people who I just didn't want them to date kind of perceived me as. You know, they kind of perceived me as the Edward Cullens or whatever, right? But it wasn't. That yeah, like, bro, you really are. But people, but people don't realize it wasn't the fact that I was trying to be this individual with a high body count. Like, I put my heart so many times on the sleeve that, like, shit, that... My, you're my, maybe you were a vampire in your past life, and that's why you slept <laughs> with a lot of people in this time. Because you you lived for so long back then, right, in your past life. You know, you lived for, like, 500 years, and you fuck, you fuck, fucking fuck, like, 5,000 people. And in this world, you know, like, we're going we're gonna to scale it back a little bit. Right. You know, he's this new person. He's a human now. A thousand, thousand-ish. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but yeah, I mean, like, that was just... You know, like I said, as I've gotten older, I realized that I'm not, I, I'm looking for an emotional connection now. Like, I, I never used to think that that was important. I used to kind of roll my eyes, like, man, I'm the fuck out of here with that shit. But no, I see it, like, because you, after, you have to ask yourself the following question. This is a question you're going to probably, like, like when I ask. What do you do when once the sex is done? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm looking for when it comes to the person, is what do we do after that? Isn't it so funny, though? It's kind of like a... um contradiction because you're all about sex right but it's really not like all I'm, about I'm, sex yeah. you know what i mean like it's so much more than that it's more of a like what are you gonna do if you get a third and he's not comfortable with you guys doing only fans exactly. you know we can get in that today we Absolutely. can interview because we don't know but yeah yeah but no, you know what's so crazy, that's crazy. Is, and i remember Wait, so what, what kind of man are you because you never really answered the question um to be honest with you i'm probably just an intimidating man I mean, like, for relationships, fool. No, I mean, like, intimidating because, again, like, it depends on who, who's in front of me and what I'm looking for at that moment with them. Like, it's also dependent on age. Like, right now, like, I'm looking for somebody who's going to grab both of our hands and take this, you know, take the, take the leap of faith with us, you know, and see where we go.
Can I say something? Because you've kind of talked about this, you know, What's offline. Uh-huh. I feel like you're more of the executive vetting person. When you guys look for a third, it's more so for you. Yeah. In some senses. But it's because and I feel like Zach just kind of just like goes with it. Yeah, to a degree. But just I'll... an observation. Just an observation. I'm not saying it could be true. Yeah. It's just an observation from what you said. Like you've never really said, oh, well, Zach's like doing the... this or hanging out with him or he likes this. Yeah. Like it's always from my perspective. You know, your point of view. Yeah, your perspective. Well, that's because of the fact that like I was the one who brought it up. I was the one who said, Hey, I need to sit there and see this for me. You know what I'm saying? So like Zach's just he's just going along. But I'm also when I'm looking at these people and like talking to them. I'm always bringing up Zach in conversation. There's not times where I, there's no times when in person, when I was, you know, when it came to Sheldon in Dallas, when it came to Tyler, you know, I never left Zach out the picture when having a conversation, even if he wasn't present. Yeah. It was always Zach, 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 because I, you guys have really good communication. I've, yeah, I always wanted them to know that this is, he's still in the room when he's not in the room, you know? And Zach, when you ain't in the room, I'm in the motherfucking room. So you in the room too, because I'm always let you know what's up. (laughs) Just yeah. so you know, I got your back. But you know what, though? We need to have, like, a part two on this because I know you got to go and I got to go, too. Um, Where you got to go? Well, Zach just made dinner, man. He going to, yeah, he's. Here you go. He did. Well, anyways, so. You got the quote this time, huh? Bye. <laughs> You're funny. Oh, also. Or was um, it me? No, one announcement. No, it is me. It's me. Okay. Um, so, also, I did want to make one announcement, and I'm going to call him out on this because we spoke a couple of days, and he's like, well, if I'm still um, invited to do the podcast, Marley Santana, you are very much invited to do the podcast still. So, I know he's doing some things, and he's been making some moves or whatever, but I'm going to go ahead and say it on the record so people can hear it, and I'm going to keep him accountable, and I'm going to also tag him, not in this one. But I'm going to let him know, guys, let's all push Marley to come on because he was our original guest. Um, but things got a little muddy, but it's fine. We're, we're, we're past it. It's good. So, yes, Marley has expressed yet again that he does want to come on. Um, so I'm going to call him out. And hopefully we can get Marley Santana on here. I don't know if you guys know who Marley Santana is, but you can look him up. He follows me and Gio. We follow him. Do your research, guys. He's He's a rapper. He's an entertainer. He was on P-Valley. He was an extra. Um, He's pretty great. He's really great. Um, And he'd bring a lot of perspective, um, especially from a different point in Mm -hmm. this gay community, right? So, and he's very intelligent too. Um, So yeah, we really want to get him on here um, at some point before the season ends. So I'm going to have to like threaten him, entice him, bribe him in some way. You can too, Gio. (laughs) No, so, no, no, Gio, no, here. <laughs> no, He's stupid. No, so Bro, yes, hurry guys. up. I gotta go pee. <laughs> you gotta go pee, anyways. Yes. Okay, so do you have any announcements? Anything else? You really Russian, like you're from Russia. Uh, um, no, um, boy, first of all, you sit on this bladder for an hour, shut up. Uh, but no, 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 so like, I, I mean, oh, we're, we're no, never mind. I'm shit, I'm over here thinking we're still in June, we're not, we're in September. Oh, shit. You're three months behind. I a know. whole quarter behind. All right, guys. Well, here's the quote. I think it's very fitting for some of the things that we talked about. Broken crayons still color the same. Well. <laughs> what you got to say now, sir? All right, fatties. We're out. Take care. Joe.
Um, just remember what what that man won't do. Another one, another man will. <laughs> just joking. Mm, no, mind, no, you mind. know what? Real talk though, and this is all bullshit. Side. As you get older, you realize that there are certain hangups in which you no longer hang up anymore. Just saying. Two quotes. There you go. All right. We're out. Take care. Love, peace, and cinema. Bye.